Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast, often imitated, never duplicated, your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. In studio tonight, we've got the legend. Oh boy. That's a loose word. (laughs) Depends on your definition. Zach, oh boy, Burton. Uh, with us in here tonight and uh matt you know um we've been rained out a couple times here and just trying to kind of get back on it and zach reached out and said hey man when am i coming back on the show which we love having zach on here and i thought who better than to to come in than oh boy himself oh yeah he's one of the originals man yeah glad to be here I got I got like half of his car out there that I I'm still waiting to get hung up in here. I gotta I gotta get some. Uh, he's actually gonna go right right back here behind the window once everything gets done. So I've heard that for a while now. I know you're still out there. Your door's up at my house. I, pre- I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, you we, know I I really appreciate late model drivers. I'll make sure when they give me a door, it goes right up. Yeah. Oh, somebody said no sound. Why don't we have any sound here? Let's try this. Everybody got sound now? There we go. Come on. Um, so, we were talking here about me uh, failing to hang up uh, Zach's door. but um, It's a spoiler, right? It's, a, it's a, the whole side and the spoiler. Hey, I've got the whole side and the spoiler. You you <laughs> you told me you were going to bring me a door. Yeah. You brought the entire car and yeah. said take what you want. But I do. Have I don't to, if he leaves it out there. I'm going to start going through it and taking things I a, want. I'm about to generate some more, I think. So. <laughs> Well, we've been talking. We're trying to get Nathan Bowling entered into the boxcar races for for uh, Saturday <laughs> night, and we were going to use your sides and your spoiler to try and help create some downforce there uh, in the boxcar races for Bowling. I'm a big fan of that. But when it <laughs> rained, the refrigerator got box got too heavy, so we, <laughs> we we're looking for anybody anybody buying a new deep freeze. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking one. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, so to those uh, watching, I apologize about the sound. We missed a button I didn't click, so that's on me. But again, Zach Burton with us here. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Peden commented. Already. Um, it already. Uh, the P3 is here. He said he just might as well bring you the uke tire. So. Yes. All of them. <laughs> you need to go down and autograph at one, man. No kidding. I've kissed it a couple times. <laughs> and... Uh, Hey, I, I do want to give a shout out here real quick. I, w- I want to say thank you to Steve Peden. Um, he's allowing me to get a 40 ounce uh, cup made by M2 Designs, and the P3 logo is going to be on there. So he, 
I don't know if he was even asked, but they said I could go ahead and get the P3 logo on it. And I've got my wife cut me a really nice, like, no smoking circle with the line. We're going to put that on top of the P3. It's going to be a good-looking cup. So I'll say with that on there, it'll make you drink slower. <laughs> so, Zach, man, coming into this year, obviously, lots of excitement, man. You, you, We, we talked in the off season, and, and I know you're still excited, but we, I'd be lying if I didn't say the year's not really got off to the way you'd hoped. No, not at all. It's been a slow start. Uh, it's not that we've been horrible. It's just we've had a lot of bad luck. Uh, just little things breaking, honestly, that – we it's kind of been a, a new car kind of blues kind of gremlins kind of deal hmm. but we're getting there we're not we're not done working yet so and, and the broken arm i was gonna help. say yeah. not, not not just, just the car just, oh, just, just a hand just a hand not just the car has been broken but yeah. uh yeah. and so how tough is that though you know we've obviously talked <laughs> talked with you on here before when you jump in a new car and obviously you're excited and you're ready to go but you know you're going to hit those new car blues. You know, some yeah. of those little things that, that you got to work well, I through. thought you said, you know, you're going to hit those ute tires. I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> Hilarious. So, the, honestly, uh, the first day we went out and tested was the first day that the track opened. And we've not been that good since. Like, that, I mean, we were, we were really good. Uh, we've had a lot of just stupid little motor problems <laughs> that we've not been able to, uh, to tackle. And... I think Saturday we kind of we kind of got all that fixed, and we was I mean we were in fifth in a heat race behind four guys that could have won the feature Saturday, and I told Skyler after the heat race I said I don't know how we can make the car any better because it was it was good I mean so, uh, kind of kind of now it's going to be the luck of the draw. Uh, there's some guys that are really good that are going to be hard to beat even on your best nights. So we're getting there. I, that, that crate series is really starting to get deep yeah. with the competition and, i mean and see it's not that it's not that i mean I've, i spent more money this winter to get better uh these guys it's not like all these cars are just getting better and the drivers are getting better and there's more of them now it's kind of like the old pure uh, pure stock days what it makes me think of with mm-hmm. you get 30 to 40 every night and there's honestly seven or eight that can win and no one's staying stagnant. No one is no. just maintaining. Everyone is like constantly exactly. looking for that edge to get better. I mean, um, and I, I remember when you got to practice that day, even and, and that first night, you know. And, and we talked afterwards when you tested, and you were like, you know, it, it's such a roller coaster of emotions for a driver because even then you're like, we were good, but at that point you're thinking. All right, this is our baseline. So yeah. here's where I've got to get better. Yeah. And like then to come back and say you've had some of that bad luck and we've not even been as good as what we were then. That's got to be a struggle. Yeah, trying to figure out what I got to do. That's just part of it. Though. I mean, it's like I said, it's not like we're uh, there's 40 cars there. It's not like we're the 31st, the 35th best car there. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. The night I the night I hit the Uke tire, I mean I flat flat gave a heat race away. I mean I was I was leading that deal. Uh, we're not bad in the mud it's when it gets slick you know and a lot i'm not gonna say that a lot of that's not me because these guys are just so good all the time in the in the mud and the slick that you always have to be on it and in a crate car if you mess up a little bit it just it shows big time but on a positive note i mean you raced with the opens and Mm -hmm. and done well i mean you made the show honestly if you can get into a super show 
it's easier to run against the supers in a feature than it is to run against the crates in a feature. No kidding. Because when they when a supercar messes up, you can gain on them a ton. When a crate car messes up, or if you mess up, it just takes so long to get back to the guy in front of you. And the super guys, they've got so much more motor that they actually mess up a little bit more. Huh. I mean, the good ones don't. Right, But right. If, if you can just get in the show, you're going to have a little bit of an easier time getting around there for 25 laps. And you make a little more money, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, it, that's definitely a positive. Yeah, it helps. And two for two this year on yeah, making yeah. super yeah. shows. Yeah, I, I enjoy running them. I, I feel like I I take a lot of pressure off myself, too, when I, when I run those super shows because you don't what do you have to lose you know i mean it's just nothing you're not doing anything but gaining experience when you're there so a lot of those guys don't expect you to get in there anyway when you do you know and i love that (laughs) oh yeah yeah i like it's 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 more fun to pass a guy the with a twenty thousand dollar or more motor than it is just pass a guy the crate motor that's for sure (laughs) i do gotta say though i know last year we we were we were really pulling to see you get in um you know the uh hall of fame race there uh who's your dirt classic i guess and unfortunately you didn't and and i can't believe he didn't call you for lettering again this year <laughs> well i think i showed him you probably need to go somewhere else so. that's a good time though. you were too expensive that's probably what it was is that what it was expensive <laughs> we brought our own drinks and everything <laughs> My well, fa- <laughs> it was expensive <laughs> the best part of that night was there was a uh, a brownstown criminal on the loose yeah, exactly. He was roaming, and nobody knew where he was. Everybody thought he was at the fairgrounds. Yeah. No, it was just Staples. <laughs> <laughs> By ourselves. Yeah. I, I, one, one little guy that's a bucko five pulled up. And that was the best. He, he was going to save us. About 2 o'clock in the morning, these two high school kids come pulling through in some big four-wheel drive truck, and some kid jumps out, and he is. He's about a bucko five, and comes running up with a flashlight. He goes, you seen someone in a striped uniform? <laughs> I sure like, have. I, that's what, if I would have been thinking quicker at that point, I would have said, "Yeah, he just asked to borrow a change of clothes. He's showering in the camper just to see what the kid would have been like." Yeah. Well, I don't know what to do now. He's we gave him a bratwurst here. off the grill, man. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like a good guy, uh, but yeah. So, so coming into this year, and then obviously we talk about here, you know, obviously the ups and downs, um, and you are a guy that that constantly stays positive no matter what. You you do find that I know you get frustrated at times, but you know you stay positive with it. It's a learning experience. We're going to come back and get better. Then you break the hand, and it looks like you're going to be out of commission for a while. But you actually you call on your old buddy Skyler Lewis to jump in the car and get some laps in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was so the first night out. Uh, I'm not going to say I mean obviously it was my car I wanted to see it go forward but he had the same issues that I'd been having as far as we just didn't have no traction in the slick so that allowed two minds to go at the same problem and we found that and uh, we went to Moeller that next week and I mean we flat sucked until the feature but he went 19th I think to 9th in the feature and we i mean the car's not bad right now the car drives so good um we just got to get all the little gremlins out of it and as far as the the setback of breaking the hand it got to the point where when was that the third fourth week of the year yeah and i was already the point where i was burnt out so not it's kind of like a kid being in timeout you know seeing this kid seeing these guys get to play and then you're you're out there by yourself i'm like you don't think you care about it no. until you're yeah. you can't Be- do it i mean i've wanted to do this my entire life and 
you don't know that you're in the moment until you you get kicked out of it and i struggled with that man and uh i got to where i was i went down to skylar's a couple days a week just trying to do whatever i could do and then now that it's back at my place uh i'm sure my dad's loving it because i'm working him to death (laughs) but i'm doing what i can and and he's picking up the slack on what i can't do and but it it just kind of put everything back into perspective like this i mean i've wanted to do this my whole life kind of like stop being so spoiled you know what i mean yeah i mean i i pay my own bills on everything but you but even when we pay our own bills we can become spoiled of ourselves Mm -hmm. or entitled of ourselves you know you know it's something i even have to remind myself of sometimes because like you know there are obviously nights that i don't really feel like coming in here and doing a podcast but you've got somebody else like you who's drove down the night from edinburgh to come on and be with us tonight was actually not one of the nights i did not want to i was (laughs) excited to do this one but you're like man get out of your own way quit being selfish about yourself and go do what you got the opportunity to go do so i agree and i if i can i want to stay on that that track of i mean obviously you want to be competitive you got to go in with a, a level head and realistic expectations i mean we're all there to win but we're i gotta get back to the fun side of things and i think we're in the right step on that so i want to go back though to that first night that skylar got in the car and and you kind of talked there a little bit but i think i know what you were saying you said you know it's my car i want to see it go to the front but but isn't there part of you that takes comfort in knowing you know that he's experiencing the same things i am so it's it's not me i mean if if he goes out and he sets fast time and wins a seat by half a lap and then goes and wins a feature then you're thinking oh crap yeah yeah i like i said i i wouldn't have put him in it if i didn't think that we could have been successful because i don't want to put my problems on somebody else you know what i mean and we like i said it just it eased my mind of knowing hey now we got two minds on the same issues and we can fix it and we did and I mean, I I wouldn't have cared if he went out and somehow won that night. I would have been just oh, as happy I, for him. I know you would have. I uh, know you would have. I'm, I'm going to turn it just a little bit differently. Then, when it first rolled down the track, lots of kicking the. In the was it like watching a guy walk out with your girlfriend? Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, it's that's not, uh, it's not easy, and you can next time you see. I mean, I I had walked away. I mean, they were anytime. Every race team does their things their own way, you know? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, this is all you. I said, I want you comfortable. You do it the way you want. And they just, I am a very, like, get it done, get it out of the way kind of person. And that's just not <laughs> how they operate. They're <laughs> they're slow to the last minute. I mean, it all gets done and it all gets done right. But uh, they were making fun of me bad, especially his mom. I just had, I walked away. I was like, I'm going to the grandstands. I said, if you guys make it up there in time, I'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs> But isn't it so funny? Like, you just said that how every race team has their own thing. But, like, those little nuances of how things work is so interesting. Yeah. When I, I got the chance to go over to Lawrenceburg with with uh, Joss and Bill Moffat, and it cracked me up. When we were getting ready to go out for Joss's heat race, it was about 30 minutes before we needed to go. And Billy is, like, a, a madman. He's like, I don't know where Joss is. we got to get him in the car. we got to go. And I'm like, Billy, they're just calling the heat. Like, there's – like. <laughs> the heat one like we're heat three it, it no we got to get him we got to go but then when it's it's crunch time joss is in the car and strapped and we need billy to start pushing him billy's getting his drink he's looking for a cigarette <laughs> like he's like totally nonchalant no worries yeah. now and i'm like no now it's crunch time. Yeah. <laughs> now you need to go 
So it's just it's amazing to kind of see you know all of the different things. But Skyler says you get too nervous. I do get nervous. I I just in I've kind of with the racing thing is I'll be the first person to ever tell you that I know very little. So if something goes wrong, I need time to fix it and figure it out. As where these guys know what they're doing more, they can. Like for example, they they uh, they had the right front shock off that night, and they lost the spacers. And when I seen that they lost the spacers, I was like, whatever. I was like, I can't help you anymore. <laughs> I have to get <laughs> out of here. Uh, I just I like I like things to get done. And it, like I said, they always end up getting it done. It just in a different order. I do get nervous. That's the right word for it. When you get down in the car and you know get ready to go, do you do everything the same every time? Are yeah, you- and I just I just like to be prepared. Uh, honestly, the that's when you first get to relax, like oh, really? through the whole Saturday process. And I've tried to cut out for the most part working on Saturdays on ra- anything racing related until I get to the racetrack. But you still do your unloading and all that and getting everything ready. And it's like you don't really relax until you're finally set in and getting ready to go. Huh. And that's changed. And I think I've I've gotten better myself since I've relaxed, relaxed more come race time, you know. You know, and that's a weird thing, too, because obviously I've never been in the, the situation of, of racing and being a driver. But thank God. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no doubt. If you go look at my iRacing uh, safety rating, you would know that. Uh, but, like, when I was coaching, people never understood it. But, like, when I was sitting in the office before it was time to walk out to the field, like, I, I was a bucket of nerves. I hated that time. But, like, at 5 o'clock, my ritual was I went out by myself to walk the field and, like, do things. And that's when the whole calm came over me. Like, I was I was in my spot, like... I knew what was coming out. The waiting part was awful. Yeah. But once everything was there, it was like, okay. And see, I've always kind of been the same way. Like, I was, like, when I played football, I was always a kid that was one of the first people that had their pads on and stuff because I was just waiting for something bad to happen. Like, yes, if, a buck, if a buckle breaks or something on my shoulder pad, well, somebody's got to fix it, and that's going to take time, you know? And if that happens 15 minutes before kickoff, then I'm in trouble. So that's just, I've kind of always been that way. I, I'm, and it's funny you say that because I'm the same way. My wife laughs at me because I'm usually the guy that's like anything we have to do, I get there early, I do everything early, and then like we sit and wait yeah. a lot of times. And yeah. she's like, I don't, I don't know why we had to be here this early to go do this. I'm like, because I would rather sit and wait and, and not ready, have anything yeah. to do yeah. and know I'm good. Got to be then rush. Got to be prepared. Do you kind of like that feeling of the upset stomach beforehand? I mean, not, oh the nerves. Oh yeah. See, I do too. Because oh, even yeah. still. Before we start racing, before that first heat race rolls out, I have that same feeling. Yeah. You know, this separate talking, I, I, you know, I get that. And as soon as I start talking, it, it all goes away. But I kind of like that adrenaline. Yeah, I, I guess it's just bottled up adrenaline is what it is. You're just, I, I always told new coaches that if you don't feel that, you need to get out. Yeah. That's a great point because, because you have no you, excitement for what yes. you're doing. Yeah. And honestly, even, even in what I do now like i get that same way whether it's you know producing or whether even if i'm at the track just watching guys like i still get that it, it's not as big of that feeling but that like i'm excited like i like i've always said on here and i don't hide it like if you've come on our show and you support us and you're a friend of our show i don't have to be unbiased when i'm at the racetrack right. i pull for those that that pull for throttled up yeah. so um you know I, I i like seeing when you guys are doing well or you guys are leading because there's nothing better than getting to see you guys in victory lane. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I still get that stuff. So, going on, I know we we asked you beforehand. You were hopeful the cast was going to get cut off today. It didn't. Yeah. Um, unless we do it later on outside my <laughs> my barn. That's a possibility. Um, <laughs> depending on how the rest of the night goes. Uh, but how ready are you to to be back full strength and and go? Yeah, I'm honestly I've not used this as a crutch at all. Like I, but I'm ready. Like for next weekend, uh, we're going to Moeller, going to Florence. And I feel like two hands might be beneficiary at a bigger place like that, but uh, kind of know how. I mean, honestly, I've I kind of know how to get around Brownstown a little bit, and I've I've know how to adjust to it. So I'm hoping when I roll out over that those two places that I'll kind of figure that out too. But yes, I'm ready to ready to have this thing off. Can so, you grip the wheel at all with that hand? Let me tell you, the hardest thing I've ever done in a race car was at Four Wide Salute last week with the flag oh my goodness we talked about so, that yeah. so i didn't know that i was gonna attempt it because i didn't know what was gonna happen and this is honest honest story so we went in off i was in the bottom and i mean you kind of watch as you're going around there four wide and stuff well i didn't know whether being high or low and all that and i'm kind of looking around looking around and i don't know if blackwood noticed it but i was inches away from dooring him under the four wide salute, I was like, four wide salute. How, how awful would that be and embarrassing? But boy, it about happened, and uh, that was that was difficult. That was like one of the hardest things I've ever done in a race car. Was, Did they wedge the flagpole down in your seat to well, help you with that, or they, they started to? And I thought, well, I don't want to be the guy that that drops this thing, so I I wanted to be in control of it. Right. So I put it in my hand, and off we went. <laughs> Made it happen. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this. I thought um, at the Summer Nationals race, because Ruben was there announcing and Matt got to come down and drive the pace truck for it, uh, I thought we were going to door Tyler Carpenter. Uh, and <laughs> no, I thought Car- Tyler Carpenter was going to door Tyler us. Herb, excuse me, Tyler Herb. Yeah, was going uh, to door us. <laughs> because He threw mud all in the truck. I had the window down, nice. and he came up to the inside of us. And we're running 50 off of yeah. turn two. <laughs> and he pace slides truck. and throws dirt in the driver's window, and yeah. I'm sitting there going, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out you, for sure. You didn't dislike that, though, did you? <laughs> no, no, we, we no, thought it was yeah. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It but was awesome. That pace truck ain't supposed to run 50 right after Jim puts water on the track. Yeah. I tell you, we, <laughs> we were at a disadvantage. Hey, you got to test your limits. Yeah, we, we were having we, some of those uh, traction problems yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Hadn't worked out all the bugs. Yeah, we went and turned one on a four wheel skid, and me and Dustin, neither one knew how we was going to end up, but <laughs> we come out of turn two. So I also want to bring this up because I, I got to. I'm really excited for you because you had some big news you announced a couple months ago, and that's you're going to be a dad. You're right. And it is, I mean, it's the true oh boy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, one of the, I do got to say, one of the coolest gender reveals I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I agree. And so, what's your thoughts, man? What's your thoughts in becoming a dad? I, it's kind of hard to know what to think right now. I mean, obviously, I'm excited about it and all that. Uh, it just kind of had to be one of those things. I mean, you can be excited, you just don't know how to handle it, you know, because you don't know when when you get handed a child and it's yours and it's in your hands. What what? How are you gonna feel? You know what I mean? It'll be the greatest day in your life, man. Yeah, yep. I agree with that. It's just yeah. nerve wracking. I would tell you, you know, welcome to the fraternity. You yeah, know, we we yeah. both belong there, and uh, and I would say this. You're always gonna be nervous. Oh, oh yes. Like I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean. 
my six-year-old is maybe one of the most self-sufficient six-year-olds I've ever met in maturity, but I still worry daily, like, am I screwing him up? Yeah. Like, is he, <laughs> 20 years from now, is he going to be the guy that's like, Dad, you did all this to me, well, if, so. If my kid is around me enough, he's going to, he ain't going to be all there, I promise you. <laughs> well, my, my two oldest are 27 and 24, and there ain't a day that goes by, I still don't worry about him. I mean, daily, it's, yeah. you know, it's a, a panic about him. So. But I will say, it's, it's. The closest thing to like when you talk about like the animal kingdom and like the natural like you know instincts that we have, like even when you don't know, like you know. I remember the first time. Yeah, I remember the first time Alan was put in my arms, and I mean he was premature and little four pound baby, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I, but like naturally it was like you just you had this calm. It was like strapping in a race car. I mean yeah. it was like this calm, like I'm dad. And so, you know, every one of our viewers just said, there's no way Dustin Rollo made a four pound baby. <laughs> <laughs> made two of them. Uh, shockingly. Oh boy. Shockingly. Uh, they both came out a month early. That's why I teased my wife that she never, she never went all the way full term. She cut it off a month early and said, I'm out. Let's go. Let's, let's move on with this. But, uh, they're ready to meet the world, man. Yeah. They, and, uh, that, that little redhead, man. She's you're gonna pay for your raisins, all oh, I'm gonna yeah, say. No idea. No idea. So but I am excited for you, brother. I want to tell you congratulations yeah, here on the that. show and um I can't wait, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. You you will love every day, man, oh, yeah. that, that you're a dad. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful for it and I'm looking forward to all of it. So And I can't wait, you know, fifteen, twenty years from now, maybe that little redhead be racing against Cade. Yeah. And uh, maybe he'll door my redhead will door Cade on the the four wide salute. Dad's can fist fight too, just like. The... <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you this: if we're gonna fist fight, I'm gonna go stand on the uke tire because I'm oh. gonna break the back. <laughs> That's all you'll need. It's a magnet. So you know, you talk about you know going to Florence next weekend, going to Moeller. Um, you know what? How much? do you like getting out and and you know trying some of those other tracks i think last year you went to fairbury didn't you uh farmer city farmer, farmer city, city yeah. Excuse shady me. hill too so how much do you like trying to get out and, and attack some of those other tracks it's just nice to i know this sounds really bad but to go other places where i mean over moeller's tough and florence is tough because it's a, a lot of those guys around here too but like when we went north last year just different different ball game up there so it's kind of nice to go run against different guys that you don't always see. They don't know what you're. They don't know I'm going to go to the bottom. Everybody around here, everybody knows where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. You know what I right. mean? Right. Yeah. So it's just nice that I don't know their tendencies either. But honestly, sometimes that might. Sometimes you can have too big of a game plan, you know, and and you try to try to read every situation, and I think it can hurt you. Sometimes you just got to drive, man. And I think. Uh, both those places will be up on the wheel so yeah i don't think you'll really have time to to think about who's around you what's around you and just just go after it so i'm i'm looking forward to something different and brownstown guys have good luck at florence you know yes. tyler yeah. neal coming off a big win down there yes. and uh some other guy finished second yeah. i <laughs> i don't remember peden or something padon Padon. Padon. Yeah, he was a former F1 racer, I yes, believe, that, yeah. that failed. So Padon was in uh, second place. He's a Frenchie. <laughs> he likes crepes. <laughs> but uh, 
<laughs> so I did. Steve, talk. just remember, I am not involved in none of that with you, man. <laughs> hey, I, not at all, Steve. I said it. I, I love Steve, man, but I, I also love to pick on Steve. Um, but go. I, I talked to Tyler Neal last week at the Summer Nationals race when he was there with the Superstock, and it was funny. So that was the first time he went to Florence was when yeah. they went down there, and he goes. I didn't realize that it was like down in that hole. Like he's like, I didn't know where we were. And then all of a sudden we come over the hill and oh my gosh, there's a racetrack. Yeah. So, you, you would never think they'd build a racetrack for that, that race. No, he's is. like, he's yeah. like, I, I had no clue yeah. where we were headed. And he goes, but the funny thing was, he said, there was no air whatsoever that moved down yeah. there. He said it was awful. because you you're down in, you're down in a valley. <laughs> you know, have, have you ever been to Shady Hill? No. Listen, if the corn's up, if it's beans up, or if, if it's corn up instead of beans, you can't see the mm-hmm. racetrack. Like okay. there's there's one one wooden sign that says Shady Hill Raceway. Then if you don't see it, good luck. Yep. Because it's I mean it's just corn. You ain't gonna see nothing. You won't know there's a racetrack there. So that's pretty neat. Uh, I think we're planning to go up there. They've got a, a two thousand win show here coming up, and I think we're planning on going back up there and hitting that one too. So that in Terre Haute. We'll get to see some new tracks here in the next three, four weeks. Now, when so. we traveled to Terre Haute before, did you ever go? No, I've not been. I, I, I didn't think I could remember you being up there. No, so, so yeah, I, we're, if everything, I mean, we'll kind of know. I That's mean, just a huge half flat mile. Yeah, you know, it's just flat half mile. Kind of see how we get around Florence, and from there, kind of take some of that information maybe to to Terre Haute and see if we can hang with them. Well, before we go any farther, I do want to stop, pause here for a second, and give you a chance to talk about your sponsors and thank your sponsors. I appreciate that. And I know that you, you had them ready, so I wanted to make sure I gave you the chance to uh, to thank those those people that help you get to the track. Yep. Uh, so we got uh, Brad Barrow at RWM, uh, Hoosier Machine and Welding, Randy Routier, uh, Beck Automotive and Franklin, uh, M2 Designs, Superheat Solutions, Justin Shaw, Travis Kern Racing Engines, uh, Relic Killer Designs, and Tammy's Dance Studio. Check and mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to. I do want to say I was. I was giving uh, Padan a little bit of, of crap there earlier, but if you haven't checked out what M Two Designs are oh, yeah. doing mm-hmm. there, yeah. you know Morgan and Megan Peden, they have got some amazing, cool stuff they're doing in cups and um yeah they do a great job with that oh it's awesome so i am very excited about my 40 ounce tumbler that's that's coming soon so we do need to discuss something though since it's out in the public here about their fast time deal at the beginning of the year first race out they sponsored quick time yeah 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 and somehow tyler gets in the best group of the <laughs> night the track was cleaned up and he gets the 150 dollars i mean conspiracy well let, let's uh, let's go back even a little farther because I, I'm surprised that you're even, you know, questioning this conspiracy. Let's go back to when the whole world was shut down with COVID and <laughs> and some guys decided we were going to do a live broadcast of backyard go-kart racing. No talk of an invert. You're right. Until you're going to be on the pole and then we invert the whole field. We we didn't do a two or three car invert. No, we inverted the whole field. We went one to 12. <laughs> we flipped you all the way to the rear. So, I mean, conspiracies run in that. Well, now I'm mad again. <laughs> but you came from the tail. You're right. It made it better. To cutting donuts in the school parking <laughs> playground. <laughs> so. Full sins only. Oh, uh, and yeah, that, again, 
If you've never seen Steve spin cycle peeing in a go-kart, there ain't anything better. <laughs> I'm glad that there was no cameras there the second week or the third week because that boy went home and did his homework, Oh, and it was game over. <laughs> <laughs> I love picking on Peden, but I messed with him that whole day, and he was a great sport about it. It was a blast. And then on Sunday, I text him something, and, and I forget what it even was, but I get a picture back of his go-kart on the scales yep. in the shop, and he's like, you won't laugh at me again. <laughs> him and Tyler went to work, and let me say from that day, once it, I'm just going to blame it on the cameras. Once the cameras turned off, I ain't won a race over there since. <laughs> We're gonna have to get back over there and uh, do another show, you know, do another live broadcast. It was a good time. It was, and it was um, the truest form of racing. I mean, it was just about having fun. It I was. mean, and I mean competing, but but having a good time and, and competing. So they so, got to get a couple of fat boy cars though for for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you were. Know, I feel like we was alienated there. <laughs> well, Ryan Bowling got down in one, but I couldn't find one that I thought my rear end would would slide down in. Bringing up Fat Boy cars, you can't bring up Ryan Bowling. No, no, I, I, I trust me, I fully realize that because I wasn't going to fit in one. Even if I did, I didn't know if it'd have enough power to pull me. <laughs> I thought I'd just be sitting there, hammer down, not moving. That's all right. If you're racing. You're racing. <laughs> That's all right because he can lap you every time yeah. you go around. <laughs> yeah. I will say the moment of that entire broadcast was when you won, got the checkered flag, <laughs> and waved it in Peden's face. That, well, he gets the last laugh because he kicks my ass in the real cars every <laughs> week. So, <laughs> but you know, I want to go back to talking about the <laughs> ILMS and that crate series there at, at Brownstown. Though, I think that's the coolest thing with it right now is not only is it extremely competitive and deep. But it's got a group of guys in it that also get along really well. Yeah. Like, you know, yes, we all joke and, you know, you guys all joke and pick on each other and compete, but it's a group that really enjoys racing together and competing. Would I'll you agree you, with that? Well, when I first noticed that was when we, we did travel, you know, we're, and we're starting to do that again. Like, you know, when we would all show up, you know, at, at Terre Haute or, you know, when we would go to Bloomington, you could really see the unity of the drivers in that series then, you know, and. You know, they'd go over and help each other get ready and make sure we can yeah. go out and put on a great show. I'm not going to say everybody's going to help everybody, <laughs> but there's there's a definitely the – you know what group group will help you and what who's going to – who to ask, who not to ask. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's, a, it's so competitive, too. I mean, mm -hmm. as the year goes on, there'll be less and less of that, you know? Oh, yeah. Just, that, just, like, the, just like any other thing. So, um, But it's nice. Uh it's nice to to go down there and if you got a question because i've got a ton of questions let me tell you and to be able to bounce some some ideas off of it's mainly uh steve or skyler now and it helps because i mean all three of us have been in the same race car so you know what i mean mm -hmm. we it's it's nice to have a, a solid group together that you can can talk to and try to stay within that group as far as information goes you know but it's it's competitive in the in the sense of right now there's there's three guys that everybody's chasing and and shelby steve and uh tyler i mean those guys right now are the, the class of the field then you got your second group of guys that aren't far off then you kind of got everybody else so i gotta get out of that everybody else group and bump up to that to that competitive group and it's not gonna be easy i mean these guys are in good equipment and they're even better drivers so uh i mean look 
Greg Kendall hasn't raced in what eight years and hasn't lot missed a step has no he? I mean yeah and it's it's like and the the bowler he he's in what a national a street stock guy it's not gonna take him long to get this deal figured out mm-hmm. and it's just I mean and they're not showing up and no offense to anybody or anything but they're not showing up in 05 Rayburns I mean they're showing up in good equipment so they're they know what they're doing they're smart people so I mean like I said I stepped up my program this year I felt like and I mean it's still I mean we still got we're still getting our butt kicked but I think we can get better and I think we're we're stepping in the right direction to do so so I don't know if I'll call it a butt kick though I mean I do you know I'll I'll self-claim it's a butt kicking I I'm not where I want to be so but let me ask you this with how do you how do you keep yourself positive in that situation because it's got to be frustrating that you know i you stepped your program up you know obviously that means you got to spend money we all know in racing money's got to be spent oh yeah absolutely and you and you still feel like like we talked at the beginning of the show like everybody else is getting better too so how do you keep yourself positive in that and not think why did i do this you just gotta look forward to the next week yeah like and like i said earlier too you gotta live in the moment like it it's getting to the point too to where you can't the the farther up towards the front you get you gotta have a lot of less give and you gotta if you see a hole man you gotta go for it and that's that's kind of a a change of pace for me because i've always kind of been the 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 taker you know or the giver i'll uh i if if you're coming across my nose i'm gonna let you go and you can't i mean you just can't do that it just, it doesn't work like that anymore if you if you want to pass that guy in front of you because he's going to take that hole and if you if you leave the door open or if that guy leaves the door open you got to go for it and it 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 beats and batters some stuff up and i'm not saying go in there and run over a guy but you just got to be ready to seize the moment at any time and and you can't you can't allow others to to seize that moment no. on you all the time. Did and you have to totally retrain your brain to be yeah, more aggressive? Up, I would say so because, like, I mean the the first car I had, I mean it was an old car and it was just kind of a, a take your beatings and learn how to get around the racetrack. I'm still trying to learn how to get around the racetrack though. But and then last year we we stepped up and was very competitive and unfortunately we bent that car man and after that car was just never the same after we bent it and so we we moved on to what we moved on to and it was a good i mean i think he won i think three shows last year in it won at brownstown so you can't be in bad equipment when a brownstown so but everybody else has got good stuff too so you just got to get up and wheel you know and, and it goes back to it and i know that there are other tracks and other people that that try to claim that the idea that if you win at brownstown you can win anywhere mm-hmm. like that that's gone away and yeah. it and it's just not true again like we just talked about tyler neal tyler neal's never been to florence he goes down there for a 1500 dollars to win great show and and wins yeah. and and peden runs second yeah. i mean <laughs> two brownstown regulars go down there and run one two i, I mean and i'm not saying that there's not guys at Florence that can't race. Trust me, there there oh, are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the competition you face every week at Brownstown, there's not many other places like it. And in the in the crates and the super stocks this year, and I know you said earlier it, it reminds you of the those pure stock days, you know, several years ago. And it is. I mean, yeah. man, it's tough. And it makes it fun. Uh it honestly, the, it makes it stressful to the point to where 
you once you see you wait to see your lineup you know because that lineup means everything and who you qualify with and like last week we was in and i mean an absolute loaded heat race Mm -hmm. and i just drew the short end of the stick and i was one of the first four cars out and that just kind of set your tone for the whole night you know so it some of it's luck of the draw how your night comes or starts but at the end of the night i mean say i roll off and a, a lesser heat race and i win and i start outside front row or third then boys are still coming i mean right. it, it ain't like they're just gonna sit back here and watch you for 25 <laughs> laps and say well you know what i mean well he got his chance to start yeah. outside front row we're gonna no. let him run up there for a little bit and pardon my french but they don't give a shit you no. just you just gotta yeah. go and it's because it goes back to exactly what you just said they're not gonna wait until lap 20 no. and then go okay now i'm gonna go yeah. make my move well, the moment they've got to move, they're going to take it whether it's lap one or or twenty, be, or, or they'll make a move. Yes, yeah. Because if you if you if you wait, man, that that group like that group of three that I mentioned. I mean, everybody. I mean, there ain't nobody down there that's realistic that ain't going to tell you that they ain't chasing those three cars right now. One hundred percent. And if you say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be patient with this guy or this guy for fifth or sixth cool those guys are half track ahead already you know what i mean and you just can't do that and it just it's gonna it's gonna get to the point where everybody's gonna be even more aggressive which i'm fine with that but everybody's got to be able to take what they give you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so and to be honest you know we've had a lot of races and and even in that crate series we've not had a lot of cautions in them. no because they've been very clean races yes. and that that even goes back to that aggressiveness jumping up a little bit too yeah you know and a lot of times you can say all right I, i'm gonna get myself here set up i'll wait for the caution then on the restart i can make my move well, there but is if, no there is no caution but yeah. when we're running caution free yeah you can't let those top three guys get away get away from you here's the thing though you can be aggressive you can be an aggressive driver and not have to junk somebody and that's kind of what i'm trying to retrain myself to to be and try to make myself to where that bottom ain't gonna be there every night you know and kind of last year i settled into the mindset well if bottom ain't there we're just not gonna be very good tonight which that's not the right thing to do you know you're there to race you need to race and that kind of goes back to the whole deal of of points racing and settling in doing what you need to do to get to the next weekend now i missed points race i don't care if i need to go up and try the top to to get around somebody or maybe i do hug the bottom and don't hit the uke tire and and make some ground (laughs) up so uh just kind of if i could sum up anything i just want to be more aggressive and obviously you love the bottom we know you want to race there what is it that makes you feel so much more comfortable there than going to the top i just have a i've done i've been around there enough times that you kind of know where you need in where you need in the gas out of the gas kind of where you can and can't go but i will tell you with him not he's not pushed the tires in one night this year and it's completely changed it i'm not i think it's made for better racing honestly i Uh, do too me too yeah I, i agree but it's it's like retraining your mind you know it's like it, it changes the game when that you get used to that middle uke tire kind of being pushed in even with the other two and if you watch guys now it, uh, notice it a lot more with like out of towners when they come in they'll get pinched in the corner and then their car will straighten up and they'll have to go right uh, like they can't you can't go in there and just rotate around the racetrack like you could mm-hmm. and i uh 
I've got to retrain myself to, to not destroy the Uke tire and do that. But uh, it's different. It's a game changer for sure. And I'm okay with that, you know. Uh, he, uh, before that Born Free race the and last week, I mean, the track work that he's done before the features too, I've been a big fan of. So I will stay there later for a better racetrack. And he, he's he's hit it head on every night, I think. so. And I'm really glad you said that. Oh, because, again, we've talked about that on the show a lot. And Jim gets beat up. Oh, any and promoter's I've, going to. And, and I've been one that – I've been critical of Jim sometimes. You know, a couple of years ago, I felt like he was in the water truck. It seemed like every opportunity he had. Yeah. He has found this year, the, in my opinion, the perfect balance between keeping the, the racing service racy and getting water on mm-hmm. it and not letting it be a dust bowl and things like that, but also not turning it into a one-lane Yeah. It's, it's been racy every it's, night we've had a race over there, I yeah, think, this I year. I, I just got to get I, – I, and I'm glad you said that because I got to give him um, a ton of credit for everything he's done with it because it's been, it's been a good track every night we've been over yeah. there. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. Unfortunately, I've watched more races end <laughs> from a good watching place than I have from the seat or uh, from on the track, but uh, – yeah, I'll I'll give him credit where credit's due on that. And Britton Gotzi just joined and, and commented that Brownstown this year has been money. And I mean it that the yeah. surface has been great over there and um and again, I give credit where credit is due. I know last year Jim brought in dirt, it got in late. We had some issues there to well, start. We had a the late year. winter. Also remember the winter ran Absolutely. longer. And I think he's really gotten that thing to where he, he wants it and feels good about it this year and it's it's been a heck of a year, um, and a good job with it. But but across every class, I think the racing has picked up this year. Yeah. So I also want to ask you this, though. When we talk about that, how hard is it? What is your thought process? Because I always find this interesting. You talk about why you like the bottom. Mm-hmm. What is your thought process in your mind? You said last year it was kind of, well, if we're just not good on the bottom, we're just not going to be good tonight. How much debate do you have with my, yourself of, should I slide up? Should I go try this? Well, the problem is, is you kind of you judge yourself on the time you make on the car in front of you, and sometimes that's a good gauge. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're just a sitting duck, you know, because you don't know what he's got sitting under his race car that might make him go through the middle better, or the bottom, or the top. So you just kind of gotta play roulette with it. But if you don't try and move around if you're not good in one spot then what are you doing you're not racing you know and i i've i've worked a lot in my head to to make sure that i'm moving around the racetrack if i'm not good and you just gotta search search all the time try to chase the brown the best you can i guess and go back and watch with those guys honestly that's where you learn more than anything is those sunday videos where you go back and watch where where tyler and uh, Shelby and Steve and Marty and those guys are because that'll tell you where you need to be more than anything. When one of them blows by you on the outside, do you ever think about pulling up there and, and trying to run behind them? Sometimes it's just cool to watch them go by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man, look at what they can yeah. do. <laughs> I tell you that uh, that first race we ran, that first super race, when whenever that was, um, I had a, the best seat in the house to watch Johnson and Gilpin go at it. Oh, that yeah. was pretty cool. Once they <laughs> once they got by me, I was kind of sat there and enjoyed it. And you wouldn't think you'd have time to do that, but you kind of you kind of get to take it in sometimes. So that was pretty neat. And I, I will say this: when I got when I went over and watched Indiana Midget Week and was over at Lawrenceburg and watched Larson, that's one thing that amazed me about him 
you know, Team S dominated that whole race and led the whole thing, and he's running second. And as you watched him, he even running second, he was every three or four laps, he would try a different line in the corners. And it was, he was just searching. And it was, it, and then the last 10 laps of that race, when he turned it on, like he had, he knew, like, yeah. okay, I've played around now. I know exactly the line I want to run. I'm going to hit it and I'm going to go. But it was amazing to me to watch his, and again, obviously Larson's on a tear right now and on a different level than anybody yeah. else in the world. But he really just examined that whole racetrack for 20 laps and then was like, all right. Now I know where I'm going to be. I'm going to lock this thing out. And it, it's just amazing to watch him be able to run from the very bottom to the very top and bump the cushion and come off of yeah. it and, and find what works best. Well, I think he's an exception to the rule, though. I, I think NASCAR taught him how to ride until it's time to go. Yeah. You know, I think that's a little different situation with him. And I do got to ask you this. Tyler Collins uh, just jumped on and asked, and this is pretty cool. And the announcement's been out, and uh, uh, press release came out last week, in the last week. But Crate Late Model National Championship, November 12th through the 14th, are we going to get Zach Burton the Volunteer Speedway? That's just a different ballgame down there. Uh, Honestly, it just depends on how how the year goes uh i'm not not about to go somewhere and embarrass my you know what i mean i know i know what i have uh i got a bone stock motor i mean a pretty plain jane race car so i don't know (laughs) i I think that might be just one one thing too high i'm not scared of the competition uh i'd be more of a fan if it was like somewhere around here but i'd i'd say i'd be out on something like that Keep it in the back of your mind. And and for everybody listening, that is a, a really exciting thing. Crate Late Model National Championship, November 12th through 14th uh, at Volunteer Speedway. Uh, Volunteer Motorsports, um, Crate Late Model National Championship presented by Dirt to Media. Um, really exciting stuff that we're partnering with them down there to go down and do it. But the 12th um, is going to be a full like media day, fan day, uh, meet and greet with the drivers. The 13th on that Friday night, twin $5,000 to win um, races. Saturday, your your last chance race, C-Main, um, uh, if you're in the Summer <laughs> Nationals. Uh, but your last chance race. Uh, and so you're going to have a B-Main Sunday then, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> the B-Main we're running next year. Oh, so the C-Main is the B-Main. Oh, boy. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Last chance race Saturday, and then a 100-lap at Volunteer Speedway, uh, $15,000 to win. That's awesome. Um, crate late model race. What's uh, it pay to start? I don't know that answer. Good question, though. That'll, but, get, that'll get the who's who there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, some some exciting uh, names. Better have, have a tech guy on that race. No kidding. I will say this. It's, it's being uh, – it's being – the series that's putting it on is the ACAS, uh, and I'll give them a lot of credit. They got a heck of a tech system, and uh, um, you know, Randy the Dream Weaver ran off with three races, and they tore his motor down and yeah. went through everything. So that's, they are. That's the one thing that I I hate about big time crate races is you get all these guys, you get the guys that the super guys yep. that come down there and poach, and man, you got your time to shine. 
Yep. Go, you stay in your lane, we'll stay in ours. And so that's kind of like Kyle Busch going to Xfinity and racing? Yeah. I yeah. Agree. And I will say, there's some super names that I, I can't I can't say yet, but... I mean, they're racers. There's some big super names that are being floated to come down to this event. At the end of the day, they're racers, and 15 grand's 15 grand, so yeah. I, I get that. But, man, you got you got chances to run for 10, 12, 15, 20, all 100. year long. Yeah, all year long. So... So I got to give a big shout out though to Volunteer Motorsports and and Volunteer Speedway, the ACAS, um, for coming together and putting this deal on because it's going to be a really really cool deal and and hopefully can become something that is a yearly you know big time crate race you know for uh, for everybody and so I thanks uh, Tyler I guess I should probably remember that uh, <laughs> when you know we're the presenting sponsor but um, but I I do I do appreciate you reminding me. Um, and Tyler Collins says they ain't all that. Just take it to him. So <laughs> I will say, you know, I, I understand the idea of it being closer around here, but Volunteer Speedway, man, is, is something special. And yeah. if, if somebody, if you're just a fan listening, if you get the chance to go down that weekend, that is a cool joint to watch a race at for sure. And we won't be racing in November. No. Heck so you're going to have to go south if you want to watch races anyway. Hey, I, yeah. I And I will be there November 12th through the 14th. And I'm very excited. Well, that's made my mind up. <laughs> you're going. You're going to be there. So you're going. <laughs> I'll have to go so you know where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> Team effort. <laughs> you know what? I, I, so, uh, we don't need to buy a RAV4 out of Tennessee. Well, I, I do really well there because usually we race till 6 a.m. So <laughs> I just drive to the parking lot and, and sleep. Done that before, brother. Yeah. That was a yeah. great hotel room I spent for that first night of the ACAS down there for Mayhem in the Mountains, and we raced till five thirty. I shut the broadcast up. I loaded everything up in the car. I drove out. Parking lot was there. Laid the seat back. Night night. Went went to sleep. I woke up about nine o'clock. There was some track worker. It was like looking in my my window. I rolled down the window and I'm like, I know it probably looks like I had a really fun night last night. I didn't. <laughs> I just was up till 6 a.m. There's been a time or 10 I've uh, slept in the parking lot of Brownstown, so. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. I don't hate that at all. It happens to the best of us. So, all right, before we take off, I want you one more time to throw those sponsors out. And, Zach, I, I, I want to say this, man. And, and we, you know, we got a lot of friends of the show and, and um, you know, appreciate everybody that comes on. But, you know, you're a guy that is, has helped us out, has pushed us, um, you know you're constantly commenting and sharing stuff yeah. i mean first comment tonight on the britain gotsy wheelman wednesday <laughs> post to say that you're not on the bandwagon of of fandom um but uh man i just appreciate it you're you're a big supporter of us you've always been and um i hope you know that even though matt has to be unbiased only at the racetrack we're <laughs> always pulling for the 3z man i appreciate that and i will say one of your biggest fans is inside because ever since last year getting to come and, and see you and talk to you man alan is alan's a 3z all the way oh good there's a future man that's what it's all about that's so. exactly right so throw those sponsors out for us uh brad barrow rwm hoosier machine of welding randy routier uh beck automotive and franklin m2 designs uh justin Schultz, superheat solutions travis kern racing engines relic killer designs and tammy's dance studio 
Who else would you like to thank that helps you get to the track, though? Uh, Those are your sponsors, but who's who's the people that help you get to the track? Well, uh, my dad, man, he, uh, I mean, he, we never, I mean, we weren't, we weren't a racing family at all, you know? Uh, his uh, grandkids raced go-karts and stuff, and I don't know 100% if, if he knew, like, the weekly deal of, of what it all took, and that's fine. I mean, that's, no, you don't have to know that, you know what I mean? And he kind of, kind of seen that man. He's been all hands on deck this year, helping me out, and I'm sure it's wore him down, cause especially with his hand, cause I just can't do everything. And so, man, it it's been a big help. Uh, Steve and Skyler is always a big help. Uh, Skyler built my body and stuff this winter, so I mean, saved me thousands, you know, from having to to go get a body put on, and there's just a lot of uh notebook information bouncing around and and between the two of them a lot of good information and willingness to help me out uh, his parent Skyler's parents and stuff and uh cody harden man uh he's he always helps if he sees somebody or sees that i'm there's nobody around at the racetrack or whatever he's always the first one there to to lend a hand and help me out so uh that's that's the group it's a pretty tight-knit group you know uh, that makes it fun it keeps you going back every week uh and we'll see what we got man i'm i'm excited for this stretch here i'm i'm really excited for saturday because i think given given the right draw and everything i think that i mean i'm not gonna say i mean obviously i want to be a contender there the the 25th lap but i'd give anything just to win damn heat race right now or something you know just to get, get a little bit of a boost yeah, yeah i mean confidence goes a long ways and i think uh i i honestly think that we've got a good enough car to compete in the mud and compete early and you gotta start up front i mean you can't bury yourself because if you bury yourself you're you're never really going to know your full potential of what you have in the car that night anyways so uh i'm really excited for saturday i'm more excited for saturday than i've been to go to the racetrack for a long time so that's good to hear yeah, oh, yeah. I, i'm i'm ready to go so i just want to go back to you know you, you thank this dad there and all the work his dad's had to take on with the hand and i mean we came last year and helped him get the body on you lettered it well he thanked us last year we but, haven't done anything this year but he's not called us I mean, this would <laughs> because be the- we helped him put the body on and letter it that, he, like i said we, we've showed our work Again, I think we're just too expensive. No help's better than bad help, you know. <laughs> that's, that's, you know. <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. a great point. And we were handicapped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> we're about as bad off as that guy that escaped from jail that night. <laughs> we were better than him. Nobody was looking for us. Yeah. That old boy got, got busted at Bubba's just trying to get him a beer down there. So. Does that mean come Fun Fest you're going to be walking around in a striped suit? come on i you know what at fun fest you never know what might happen I, i'll buy the suit you wear <laughs> how about that hey we can make it happen <laughs> Just, but uh you know zach again man thanks for coming down yeah we wish you the best uh, like i said i mean we are we are fans of the 3z and what you do and um love getting to watch you race love getting to watch you compete and you know, you're always a guy we talk a lot about it you know drivers in the pits you are a guy who is constantly you know if fans come up to you if somebody's in the pits you're a guy that's accessible wants to talk to people like you just said about my son man he is a Mm -hmm. he's a 3z guy all the way and and 
um, you've made it very fun for him to to be a fan for you. So I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. I mean, why not? I mean, why aren't we all like that? I mean, I can tell you the first time. I mean, Mike Jewell was the first driver that ever talked to me, and that was the coolest thing ever, you know. Mm-hmm. So why not? I mean, if you if you got the chance to, because I mean, if you're in a stand, more than likely you want to be in the seat too, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's how I was for years. I mean, into my twenties before I had my chance, and so why why not? I mean, if you if you got a chance to talk to somebody that wants to be where you're at, then do it. And it's a great point that people don't realize because I've said on here before. You know, obviously, my hero was Kevin Briscoe growing up. And it's funny to me now because he teases me when I keep trying to get him to come on and do the podcast. And he's like, you really want Chase. You really want Chase. And I, and I love Chase. And I, I'm i glad he did the show with uh, with me. And, and it was a great show. But I'm like, no, Kevin, you don't realize. Like like you just said, the first driver that talked to you was Mike Jewell. Like, Kevin, that was, that was the guy for me. Yeah. And I'm like... I love watching Chase, root for him, cheer for him. I'm a fan, but he will never be what Kevin was oh, yeah. as a sprint car driver. Yeah. Yep. I understand that completely. And it is. And people forget the impact that you guys have on, on young guys and, and young kids and what it means to them. Got to start somewhere. Absolutely. So, hey, I'll say this, even though, uh, you know, Wheelman Wednesday this this week was the uh, Bedford Blue Devil uh britain Gotzi, if you are not a 3z fan of oh boy uh zach burton i don't know what you're doing man it's time to jump on the bandwagon and and uh get with zach uh he's gonna have some autograph cards there fan appreciation night this weekend uh so come and see zach there at brownstown speedway again like you just said very excited about that whole um deal and and next week be back with us um gonna wait to announce who's gonna be on with us but it's it's going to be someone who, to give some hints, Matt, and you may jump in and help here a little bit, uh, someone who probably does more at the racetrack than anybody realizes. And every driver knows the person. Every driver knows the person, does more at the racetrack than everybody realizes, um, and has been around it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Very long time. So excited to uh, talk to that person and uh, get their perspective on racing and and their role there at the racetrack so join us next week we'll uh we'll throw that out and let you know who that is but uh, again zach good luck this weekend we're pulling for you the 3z oh boy ready to go thank y'all see what we got all right guys thanks